Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate the Jeep life. And, and everything that goes along with it, guys. Yeah, so you even know how I'm gonna what I'm <laughs> gonna say. I love it. Um I coming up tonight, we 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 have an amazing interview with the Power Tank guys. Oh. Um Steve and Tyler. Um not Steve and Tyler. <laughs> I know I it's it's hard to get that straight. Yeah. Steve um, and Tyler. Suzaki from um Power Tank, they are Rock stars in the industry. Um, we're going to talk to them. Um, but before we get started, uh, you, I, you had an awesome weekend. I'm sore. I, I bet you are. Because <laughs> I, I came into the garage and saw the buggy. and Tore it up, man. I tore it up. So basically, I got up there. I, I was out at Recovery for a Cause with Evolution Jeep Alliance. And let me tell you, before even talking about wheeling... That was an amazing, amazing event. Um, they partnered with Project Sanctuary, which is a, an amazing organization that helps veterans uh, return from service during service for our country, helps out their families, any types of needs that they have. They do retreats for the entire family, um, send them away, and you know, just really help in any possible way that they can. So Evolution Jeep Alliance, which is one of our local clubs as well, uh, put on this event, Recovery for a Cause, and they have a giant raffle. They have 50-50s. They probably had 150 Jeeps there. It was amazing. They had you know 20, I think it was 16 groups or 15 groups that went out. Wow. Um, everything yeah. from basic newbies all the way up to my group, which was black-red. Um, and, you know, besides all that, one of the greatest things that I can say is that they were able to write a check, not official yet, but $18,000 was going to be that check that's going to Project Sanctuary. That is some money. Good Man, for yeah. them. Good for them, but good for the Jeep community for yeah. jumping up and, Absolutely. and being a part of that. So I saw like, you know, there were so many familiar faces. There was new faces. Um, I was able to go out. Unfortunately, our guide um, broke down on our way up there. Oh, no. <laughs> so she blew out a sensor, a, a hub or something of the sort on our way up. Um, did it go into limp mode? or Super limp mode. Didn't get let her do uh. anything. So as I get up there, I was talking to Sean, who yep. is an amazing guy. Uh, he put on this whole, you know, it wasn't just him, obviously, but, you know, he was one of the main factors that put on the event. He was like, um would you mind guiding for the black red? And I'm like, dude, I'm here. Like, you know, I'm representing Quadratech first off, you know, we're just trying to raise money for a great cause, but I'm here for whatever you need. So basically about 25, 30 minutes later, he's like, yeah, I'm going to need you to do that. <laughs> so I went out with two other rigs. We started out on some blue trails. Um, and it was just a great day. One of the Jeeps uh, decided to, you know, head back a little bit early. So then me and this other gentleman, uh, Nick, were able to go hit some wild red black trails. That um, So we did Balderdash, um, launched myself almost over the second rock of Balderdash, and then uh, the true way up SOB, which is like this notch between a giant-ass rock and a tree. And needless to say, the rock won. <laughs> Yeah, I saw, I, I saw some video, and I, I'm i glad I wasn't with you. <laughs> I had a helmet on. I'm going to start off with that. 
but man, that was some gnarly it stuff. Was, we so what for, trail was the one that you sent me the videos of? That was Balderdash. Balderdash. That's the lower of that's yeah. the exit of Balderdash, okay. which that ledge. I was just going to say that, and it's undercut a lot. It's very yeah. undercut. Yeah. It's just gotten dug out yeah. more and more. Yep, you can tell. So sure. you pretty much have to drive up a wall sideways and then like just preload it and launch it up it. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, so we we got a um a question real quick. Andrew, yeah. um, asked, where do you get your power tanks filled? Um, I was in, just getting ready to reply back to that. In the Lehigh Valley, um, we. We go to um, Kistler O'Brien, which is a, a fire extinguisher mm-hmm. um, location, which seems to be the most consistent place to go. Right. Um, there are some beverage places that can fill tank, fill mm-hmm. tanks, but a lot of times they try to do a, they would do a um, tank removal mm-hmm. um, process. Right. Whereas you know the fire extinguisher, they use the tank that you already have mm-hmm. as long as it meets the requirements. Which um, it does. It's DOT approved tank. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you know, just look in your area for fire protection refill or yeah. air gas or like air gas. Some yeah. of those air places do actually do refills. Right. Yeah, so it it it's pretty convenient, and it's you know around twenty bucks. You know, depending on what size tank you have, it could be less than that, could be more than that. But you know, if you plan on twenty bucks, if it, I didn't use mine to do all the stuff in the shop and stuff, I, I mean, I pr- would easily get a year out of my fifteens. Yeah, easily yeah. one fifteen. Yeah. So what have you been doing, Don, Jeep-related? Anything? I've been working at Hardline. So Saturday, that's, you know, I went in all day Saturday, worked on, uh, pulled pulled, uh, some Cherokee rears apart, and then uh, started grinding down uh, some uh, shock mounts and stuff on an 8.8, getting it ready for some new mounts. And we've got a CJ Scrambler that we're taking apart. And so that's been my life lately is yeah been so real quick just hardline fabrication just a little bit about it and yeah so hard, hard hardline hardline fabrication is out in limerick pennsylvania it's mm-hmm. right literally right next to the philadelphia outlets okay okay um it's a uh we specialize in jeeps and toyotas building off-road rigs um we've got all the equipment mig tig plasma table uh you name it uh so one-stop shop one-stop shop. We build rears. We build, you know, we're, we're, we've got a brand new rolling compensation alignment rack. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a cool place. So 5,000 square foot shop owned by Bill Eustace. Um, so, Great guy. Uh, he's a friend uh, of the podcast. Uh, yep. And a wealth of knowledge, partially why I took, you know, when, when the discussion came up about going to work there, for me, it was really about a learning curve. So, um, and I have already learned a ton and, uh, we'll continue, I'm sure. So great place. Um, quality, our, our MO there is all about quality and making the customer happy. So yeah. trying to turn out the best work, you know, we can, um, so absolutely come see us and, and reach out hardline fabrications for, we're, we're on the web. And, and this month. I think Bill put on a special yes, as well. Thank you for reminding me. So there's a, um, we're doing basically what, what we've been running into is we've been getting some rigs that have been built years ago and we're running into maintenance issues. So we were talking and, and he was talking with, with his family and um, they came up with this great idea to basically do, you know, bring it in when we'll do a, we have what we call an off-road check. It's like a 21 point check. Yeah. It hits all the important areas of, of, you know, an off-road rig. 
Because we are finding a ton of stuff that's wearing out, ball so, joints. Yeah. And, so this yeah. goes above and beyond your standard state inspection, too, for, for as right. well. Absolutely. So when they say off-road, they're taking a fine tooth, tooth comb to this your rig. So it, it's fun because, you know, I trusted Bill even before he had this um, shop and Hardline was for real. Yeah. Uh, he did some some welding and, and, and work for me. And it, there's I, there's nobody really... I mean, the two of you, obviously, I, my, I, I don't but even, outside of the people around this table, I, there's not anybody I'd let my touch my Jeep other than, yeah, no, other than Bill. Bill, Bill's, Bill's incredible. And like I said, online, his work ethic and his knowledge base is just incredible. And, and he really does live the business. Like he spends his free time researching and, you know, he's really into, the uh, the machining aspect, the fabricating aspect of it, and and that's really why I jumped. That's where I was lacking, so mm-hmm. that's kind of why I jumped on and I pick up little bits and pieces, yeah. and you know, he lets me hold the flashlight for him and stuff <laughs> like that. So. And also, he is a jeeper. Like he's oh yeah, oh he's man, got a, he's got a killer TJ. That, so he likes he, his, he likes the old iron. Awesome. Yeah. I've yeah. seen and he's, it. he's got a YJ that he's building. Which yeah. that, I've seen pictures of that and it's I just incredible. drool everything. Yeah, you got to swing by and see yeah, I've, I've wheeled it's, with a TJ. It's, it's for real. It's an animal. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's an, it's all, it's a beast. There's nothing. Yeah. I, and it, the YJ, I crazy. can't wait to, because this YJ it's is so full cool. custom, yes. like one-off yes. insane yeah. rig. That's yeah. going to be, yeah. 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 It's going to be something to reckon with. I was not a cut my Jeep up kind of guy. Now I'm like, oh, (laughs) where can I cut first? Yeah. Oh, frame chop bumpers. And we're going to move all the suspension brackets, mid up the axle above the center line. And I love it. I love it. Buy a brand new housing. I'm cutting all the stuff off of it and welding it back on. Oh, all right. Well, later on in the, in the episode, we're going to be talking with the guys from power tape, but I wanted to do a product review and, um, full disclosure, they sent this to me at no cost to try out with my power tank stuff. And this is the Ventoso heavy duty tire inflator. Um, it's their newest version of the tire inflator. And it's solid. It's sexy. It, it really is. It's like billet. I don't even know what you call this, but it's awesome. Like yeah, the handle. Ugh, it's so it, smooth. It is ugh. so smooth, and there's no question whether it's pushed <laughs> in or not. Nope. Um, then it does have the the dual kind of on each side. It has the. That's yeah. That's one thing that I was you know really awesome about this when I first picked it up and you showed it to me. Um, not everybody's a lefty and not everybody's a righty. Yep. So, you know, they That's give you pretty a, slick. a deflator yep. on both sides. And yep. then you can deflate both. Both, which is like up. rapid. Yeah. Um, and it works really, really well. And then talk about the coupler or the, um, the, uh, what, the, what do you call that? What? So this is, a cu- this is your Schrader valve Schra- coupler, right. which is a kind of plug and play style that you just push it on. Yeah, there's no knob that you have there's to push no down knob, to get no it to lock screwing, on. There's no screwing. There's no nothing. You just push it on. It um, engages with the threads of the yep. Schrader, and then to re- it, you know, I can look in there and see that there's some wild, uh, you know, rubber to make sure it gets a good seal. Yep. Um, and then to you don't have to worry about it because it's you know locked on there. Yep. And then once you're ready to pull it off, you just grab the sides 
and it's a it's a quick ball det. Well, this actually uses two um, angled pieces of metal instead of a ball detent because it's right. engaging the the threads. But yeah, this thing is it just releases yeah. super easy. digital black backlit. You know, so there is the the digital and the analog. Yep. And the analog is liquid filled and and it's super accurate. Um, I personally prefer the digital, so I, I appreciate the fact they sent that because that was what was in mm. my original was was in. So it does kilopascals uh, bar uh, kilograms per f- of fluid per centimeters squared. I yeah, guess. that would yeah that would be the, the and metric then PSI version. yeah yeah so PSI PSI yeah if, <laughs> if you're in the states it's PSI yeah, PSI um but it's super accurate it's super fast and for me it's just the quality has improved immensely over the original um, the original was great um, but the quality and build feel of this is truly terrific. And, and the digital version so, version just takes two AAA here's, batteries. Here's the deal. That stuff, and I've checked it, it is actually more accurate than my Hunter stuff that I have. Is it? Yeah. Yep. So, By about a half PSI on average. Yeah. Wow. I, I, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I mean, it, I, I don't know. The build quality. Just, yeah. We, 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 we gush we're buying over, some of these for the shop. We gush over, over power tank stuff. Now, the whip, I... They make a six foot whip. That's, that's, what, that's what I use for for safety, so you can stand back while you do it. Well, when you're old, it's nice to not and have to not, kneel down. It's nice all the not time, to have to you know? kneel down. I think my next one that I purchase will be the six foot whip. Okay. Um, but man, I got to tell you, it, the whip is is even the braiding. It just feels so smooth. Oh, absolutely. There's no kinks in no, it. You're you're not gonna pinch anything or catch no. any I mean, hairs when you, or anything. When you talk about, you know, pivoting on the back, like this isn't bind. Yeah. No, you know, they so really, just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, thought process of, of whether you're right or left-handed or and however. That, like the, they take into account like the anodized um, cup that, the, yes. yeah, the fittings the fitting. are anodized. It's it like. It feels quality. It's got this cool. Bubble logo. Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, I, they do a good job. Bottom line. I, I love their stuff. And it's not heavy either. It's, it's no, not like right. a but cast it's not steel. Cheap. No. It's not cheap. No, but like I'm, Harbor yeah. Freight. Yeah. When so. you put that in your hand, you know you're holding something quality. quality. Uh, 110%. Yeah. And I, I think that's the difference really when you're, yep. when you're looking at those sort of things. So I, you know, I think that's a great product. And I, I just, full disclosure, they did send that to me. So but we bought a ton of stuff. a ton of stuff there. <laughs> Sitting yes. in my hand, um, the next yeah. part. Um, this is a shock fill, t- fill kit. And that's one of the things that Power Tank, as you know, we're going to s- state later in the show, that, you know, cover, they don't just stop at tire inflation. No. They have so many different accessories, shock fill kits, um, impact guns. They, you know, all their different fittings, hoses, and... Obviously, they're regulators, which are badass. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you know, and, and mm. I, I, there's very few companies that I'd 110 percent stand behind. Um, yep. You know, Armor Light pipes um, and and Power Tank. You know what I mean? 110 percent stuff's unbelievable. Well, we, great quality. We talk about this all the time. We don't want anybody affiliated with the show. No. That 
we don't believe in or is no, a quality have, product. Right. There have been people that have reached out and we've declined yes. because we don't want to promote, you know, either bad business or bad product. And, yep. you know, if the people are good and the product is good, yeah. we're all in. We, yep. We'll jump into that swim, swimming pool. 110%. Yep. Won't even test yep. the water, really. Yep. So, I uh, always test the water. But Power Tank, awesome. And I we they're, they're a partner of the show. They give a discount for our listeners. Yeah. Um, use it. Buy all the stuffs. They're they're good people. I I'd, I'd I'm going to go it. buy some stuff. And and you know again one other thing I just want to mention they're involved in a lot of stuff like these Stewart programs and stuff like that. You know where yeah where you know Part- they're they're out they're partnering and they're out working and they're getting stuff done. Not yeah. employees. Yeah. Steve and Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean. Yeah. So. so they partner with Tread Lightly. They yep. partner with so many other awesome companies. Yep. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of good products and good companies, we have an upcoming episode next yes. week. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm so looking forward to this. I'm excited. Because you're, you're going to... I'm, I'm finally getting rid of... I'll be able to <laughs> think in the Jeep now. <laughs> uh, or hear yourself it. think. Yeah. We yeah, are right. going to be at the Pipes World Headquarters. Woo! And and we're going to be hanging out with those guys. I heard that they have a lift that's up in one of those rotating disc things, yeah. like in Seattle, and that's yeah. where we're going to put it on. That, oh no, that, that's where we're going to to do the show from. Oh, okay, I got gotcha, you, uh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused. No, but it, it's going to be great to be there with pipes, and you know maybe we can get um, somebody from the from there to come on. I'll have to take four mics. And I think we, I think we might need more than four. Uh, we might. We <laughs> might. I am I'm going camping and uh, I'm making sure that I'm back in plenty of time and I'm yep. going to pressure wash the underside of that Jeep and get it ready. I'm there stoked. I've already sprayed it with like 15 pounds of PB <laughs> blaster. So. 15 cans. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love it. Cans, yeah. But I they're going to put a new exhaust system brand new to the world. Yes. on your Jeep and we're going to Yes, I heard it connects to an LS that they're going to put in for me. Oh yeah, too. I think they're right. yeah, they're right. dropping in an LS. Yeah. yeah. Um, I may have partially ripped my exhaust off, so I might be going too. (laughs) I love it. So we're looking forward to that. We've got events. Oh my God. So many events coming up. Um, and I can't wait. We didn't even plan to go to, I didn't even plan to go to the event yesterday. No, you didn't. But I'm so glad you did. Oh, it was amazing. Evolution does such a good job. They're good guys and gals, of course. Yes. Um, they're, I, they're different than our club. Right. So they're a 501c3. Yeah. And we, but we, we have a lot of synergy together. Yes. Yes. You know, a lot of the same members are members of both clubs. Um, so I think it's just one of those things as, you know, in the Jeep community, we like giving back. Yep. And, you know, they like giving back. We like giving back. We just do it in different ways yep. sometimes. Um, we have different events. But, you know, once you put two heads in the same room that like giving back. It's like, okay, let's plan something. Let's yeah. do, let's, let's do something. Let's big. figuring out an organization to help out. Yep. So. Um, so, and yeah, well, I can't say enough. They had an amazing event up there. They had a raffle. They had an RTI competition as well. Yep. Um, wheeling all day. They had a little safety, uh, demonstration in the beginning in the morning. So just to get everybody thinking about safety oh, yeah. and being out on the trails and, you know, keeping all, arms, legs, and head inside the vehicle <laughs> yeah. at all times uh, while the vehicle's in motion. So, you know. Awesome. Yeah, so what events are we going to be at? Do you have so, that up? Yeah, I actually do. Um, we're going to be heading to 
Go topless day with the Jeep enthusiast of Eastern Pennsylvania up at Mountain View Winery, Brewery, Distillery. Pick your poison, let me tell you. So we're going to be starting out uh, down here in Allentown, and we're going to be doing about an hour and 45-minute to two-and-a-half-hour ride throughout uh, the Lehigh Valley up over the mountains and you know, to grandma's house we go. So, yeah, but that's going to be our Go Topless Day, and that's put on, that's a nationwide event, so reach out to your local club and see if you're having a Go Topless ride. And then the very next day, yeah. So quick. May 22nd, we're going to be, in the morning, we're heading to Jeeps and Java Jeeps and at Quadratech, yep. which is going to be an amazing time. Um, this is their returning first annual, you know, back at it kind of deal. Yep. Also, that day... Blueprint Brewing Company is having a Jeep show in Harleysville, Pennsylvania from 12 to 4 p.m. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in the area and you're looking for something to do, go look to uh, look at some Jeeps or you're, I think they still have a couple tickets left uh, to be able to show your Jeep as well. So that is Blueprint Brewing Company in Harleysville, Pennsylvania. And then obviously we're going to be heading later that day to Pipes to yep. get a live show in. And then heading into June, June 10th to the 12th is Bantam Jeep Festival. And let me tell you, Terry's going to be there talking to you, hanging out with you guys, getting some live videos, uh, saying what's up to everybody, giving you big Jeep waves. Then we will be heading to AOAA for the ultimate 4x4 field trip, June 16th to the 20th, and also hanging out with Northwest Jeepcast. Yeah. So that is going to be an awesome packed weekend. I think there might be some video of the new Mammoth Trail that we might be getting on. Hmm? Oh. Huh? Hmm? Yeah, maybe, some, maybe. maybe some stuff in the works. Yeah. So that is Ultimate 4 by Field Trip. That is a ticketed event. So uh, go on YouTube or uh, Google's or Facebook, Instagram, search Ultimate 4 by 4 field trip and you can find out all the information to hang out with some crazy awesome people i know we're gonna be hanging out with holly fowler bleeping jeeps guys um psycho cupcake kate and i think there's a couple other people we're gonna be hanging out with surprises, well. huh? yeah there yeah. might be a surprise or two and then after that we're heading into july 15th to the 17th we're gonna be down in wildwood new jersey at the new jersey jeep invasion which that is always an amazing great time yep. hanging out with all of our vendors saying hanging out with all of you guys all of our listeners and you know just being able to hang out on the beach yeah it's a it's so cool it's and you know great photos they always have the obstacle course going we'll see if they have an rti comp going as well and then we're gonna be heading out to carlisle pennsylvania for the pa jeep all breeds and that is july 23rd to the 24th i'm not sure if we're gonna be making it or not but hopefully we can try to i'll be there okay i might be there as well i'll be there <laughs> plans plans are changing it, it, <laughs> i don't know if we'll have the our booth set up i don't know but we'll doing. do at least one live yep. show there and whether i'll be doing it or we'll be doing it or whatever Who knows? but i will be there yeah and then we're heading into august real quick August 25th to 27th, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. And that is down by Windrock. And that's going to be an amazing, amazing event. You saw all the photos from last year, and I think it's just going to be bigger and better this year. So if you're in the area, stop by, say hi. We're going to be hanging out down there. And if you're a little bit more towards the coast, 
the East Coast, that is, you're going to be seeing, possibly seeing us at Ocean City, Maryland for OC Jeep Week. And wow, that's going to be a packed summer. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I look at my calendar and I, I just, wow. Yep. I get out of breath just looking at it. I am out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about it. I know, um, Jerry, we'll, we'll probably hang out. I know that we have plans in Bantam maybe to hang out and, and stuff. So, um, it's always good. To, it'll be good to hang for mm. sure. Um, so real quick, yeah, I just want to say I brought home some hardware. You did. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. Um, this it's is, actually really cool. I was looking at that. So this is actually made by somebody. It's called OCD Artworks. And this is actually, uh, it's a girlfriend of one of the Jeepers that I met yesterday. Um, she has this company and she starts to take all of the parts out of his shop and started <laughs> making like all different kind of artwork. So it's a, uh, a yoke, a drive shaft, a pinion bearing, and then the duck on top is all actually like formed metal in from Jeep parts. So like the head is an end of a control arm or a ball joint. I think actually the head's a ball joint. Um, other pieces are control arms. What are the wings? The wings are like, uh, I think, frame material. Okay. So that entire thing is actually from a Jeep. Wow. That's pretty so freaking shout cool, out dude. to OCD Artworks. Um, amazing products and What was you know, your score on the RTI ramp? It was 11 something? 11.62. What was the next closest? Uh, 10.59. Nice. What was that? That was a gladiator that, like, for some odd reason, was just able to climb up the ramp. Yeah. Huh. Well, because they was, twist. Well, they, uh, I think it twisted so much because I looked at it and I was like, wow, that got really far up there. Yeah. And the, the, Why is there no bed gap on one side <laughs> and three inches on the other? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and also he was on some serious suspension. I think he had like a metal. Yeah, and when you got really, that wheelbase too, yeah. that So my wheelbase is 114 and a half inches, I discovered. Oh, so yeah. it's a little bit long. And it made it up. What is your wheelbase? 114. That's like the perfect wheeling wheelbase. Yep. It's Ugh. that's right on the money. And it went up. Well, the height was 48 inches. And that's the ramp at, at at AOA. AOA yeah. And that's a tough ramp. Like they some moved ramps are, it, but it's still a tough say, ramp. Is it, is it uh, more? On, was it more? It's on more flat on ground? flat ground. Yeah, it's still a tough ramp though. It's it not an easy ramp to get nope. up to the top. Nope. nope. So, yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. That's Thanks, awesome. man. These guys are are awesome. I Tyler and I've been going back and forth in in emails mm-hmm. for what two years now. I mean, it's it's been a while. It's wild. Yeah, and never met. And until recently, until recently, and then <laughs> basically last week or two weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm it's going been like four already at this point. Oh, I guess it has. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Utah time, it was a. Uh, you know, I guess a month ago now, yeah, because it was in April, right? Uh, but we we were out at um, Easter Jeep Safari, and we're doing a cleanup project, and here comes this massive rig pulling into the. I was like, oh yeah, the, the power tank. The JK? No, it was the it was the JT. Ah. So it was Steve driving that. Well, while he was there helping clean out and do doing the good work, right, right. 
Tyler's off right. playing <laughs> in in the JK. Uh, what, where, where oh, we, did they have the trailer? Oh, it's going to be a balance. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, what trailer were you on? Uh, I did cliffhangers. That's so, right. Cliffhanger. To be fair, I gave the boss the chance to, to wheel and I would work. But he's not one for heights. Yeah, he he came out, did the work, and hey. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then, yeah. and it was funny because, you know, I as, I have probably 15 pictures I'm taking on my camera because I came up, became a fanboy when he's coming <laughs> up the, the trail and I'm in the parking lot. I'm just taking pictures of, the, of the, the truck approach and then I'm over top of him. I'm taking pictures of the back end, pulls around. We go and do the work project. And then I escape the work project after it's basically done. We're done. Right. And I come down to the, the parking lot and literally there's two vehicles in the parking lot and it's, um, our stock JK and JL or JL, JL I, yeah. stock JL, nothing done to it except the scratches I put on it and <laughs> modify. I'm, <laughs> then I'm one spot over <laughs> empty spot away from the power take, um, truck. And I'm like, this is really I cool. I haven't seen I, a truck yet. I gotta, I gotta, I, I was fanboying out looking at it. And then I just sat on the, the front bumper of, of my car and just listen to the silence. Yeah. And it was great. I was out there for like 20 minutes of just pure silence. Yeah. And, and then, you know, uh, Steve comes up and I'm like, wait, this is the coolest person I've ever met. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go fanboy on him. And we had a great, I, I had a great conversation in the parking lot while they ate yeah. lunch. It, you know, you could tell he's trying to eat a sandwich and get away from me. Um, but, no, it was a great conversation. It was a good day. It was it was a perfect day though. Once the sun was out and we were out there, it was absolutely beautiful. So, um, and I don't want to get into it too much because yeah. it is our main topic tonight. Yeah. But for everybody watching, um, Steve and Tyler are probably two of some of the most well respected individuals in the off roading industry, and we're lucky enough to have them on tonight. So, um, been around for a long, long time. Um, and, uh, you know, a ton of knowledge. I have a lot of their equipment in my shop. In fact, we just ordered 14 super couplers. Wow. So, yeah. I love mine. Yeah. The super couplers. Well, we use them in both shops. So right. We use them at Hardline. It's all we use. And, yep. and then I just ordered them for my shop for safety reasons. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, I, Don, I think that's a great introduction, um, to the interview session of, of tonight's program. And you're right. These guys are incredibly well, you know, incredibly, incredibly respected in our industry. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And you know, when I tell people that, you know, I've got Steven and Tyler on the show, it ultimately comes out as I've got Steven Tyler on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Not not Steven Tyler, (laughs) Steven and and Tyler. Tyler. Right. Um, Steven Tyler wouldn't pull this many people for our live shows. (laughs) 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 So true. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Excellent. Yeah. That's that's good to hear. I mean, it's good to see you. You're in um, Lodi, California. Is that correct? Right. Is, did Which I pronounce is, it right? Uh, about a half hour below Sacramento. It, okay. Is that the high desert or just the desert? It's not the desert. It's actually the green green belt valley. Uh, oh. You know, agriculture all around us and. Crops, grapes, things like that. Right. Um, yeah. Is that I-5 that comes up through there? No, or? it's uh, not Highway 99, so quite a bit east. All right, right on. Yeah, I actually lived really? some time in, in the the Bay Area 
um, near Cupertino and, and San Jose, um, so mm-hmm. the lower bay. So I didn't make it to that part of um, the state, so it's escaping me. I apologize. It's pretty rural out here. It's not a whole lot of reason to come out here unless you're going to go pick fruit or something. Or pick up a power tank. Or or pick up a power tank, right? Then do you do you all right, so our listeners, this is power tank, and if you haven't, um I I I love my power tank. If you you I love your power tank. Tell everybody yeah, because you use my (laughs) everybody uses my power tank. I'm gonna be that one up man. I love both mine. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Lucky you. Um, Not Scott Ammerman though, who loves all twelve of his. I know, right? (laughs) Can you describe for our listeners exactly what the power tank system is? I know we do almost every week, but you know, coming from you guys, it'll mean a completely different thing. Uh, in a nutshell, it's uh, an air system that is based on CO2. And uh, the reason we use CO2 is for its huge volume over other types of gases and it's uh, it's safety pressure-wise over, over other gases. And that's why CO2 is chosen from the very beginning. So, how, how did you guys, I mean, how did this all start? Because there was, I, I mean, I'm not aware of any other system that was out prior to yours that was using CO2. No, it was the first, it was the first system on the market. Um, so I went to school for industrial design, which is product design. Oh, yeah. And I was working in the cycling industry, but I always wanted to do my own product. And um, obviously, I couldn't do a cycling product because people I was working for had, you know, uh, owned all my ideas on that bicycle stuff. So I went wheeling one time and... Um, Really, just got blown away. I, I really liked it, so I started wheeling um, back, you know, back late nineties. And so you can imagine there weren't a whole lot of options, product-wise, to air up tires. And I just uh, wanted to try to make something for my own rig, something that I can afford because I didn't have any money back then. <laughs> and um, I kind of tripped over this CO2 idea and made one for myself and tried it, and it it worked. It worked pretty well, I thought. And uh, I thought, maybe this is the product that I take to market. And uh, so I did. I, I just made my first batch. I hooked up with some vendors that, would build a regulator my certain way if I bought enough of them and uh, a chance and threw a bunch of, well, back then it was a bunch of money at it. You know, <laughs> today I look at it and it was, uh, the, the commitment I made to myself was 10 grand. I said, if I, if it fails, I can repay the 10 grand to myself and, uh, and survive. And I was working, you know, a full-time job at the time, so uh, it was done on the side. And, uh, you know, I guess the start of the business was when my first little six-page black-and-white ad came out in Four Wheel and Off-Road magazine. 
And so that's when I could, that's what I consider the start of the business uh, back in uh, June 1997. Okay, so several years after you you started off roading, this kind of you, you probably started. Yeah, the process. a couple, just a couple of years. Yeah. So uh, I had a little second gen Forerunner and uh, with 32 inch tires and. I had bought a brand new set of uh, VFG muds back then, and I used to wheel on these trails. And because uh, my buddy told me what to do, he said, "Hey, um, you need we need to air our tires down." And uh, so we aired our tires down, and we went through this trail. And then at the end of the trail, he said, "Okay, now we have to air our tires up." <laughs> and I said, uh, "Well, how do we do that?" And he goes, "Well, we drive down the road and we look for a gas station. We're there." <laughs> and we did that and my brand new set of mud terrains got all cupped out and messed up and i said well that can't be the way people do it and uh, he said well some people buy compressors little compressors and back then it was a little quick air and uh i don't know a lot of people probably don't know that brand but that was the first uh compressor brand and it was a little tiny and it was only one part, and I think it was like $280. Oh, and uh, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> so so I, I made a power tank. I made the very first power tank. So you said you stumbled upon CO2. I mean, to me, CO2 is so brilliant. How, yeah. Like, how did, how, what did, can you explain stumbled on? Um, I, I got to give the credit to my older brother. He, um, he's in refrigeration and hmm. refrigeration guys always carry CO2. Um, and it's used for all different things, mainly for blowing out condensers and, um, uh, cleaning out, you know, heating units and things like that. So he was carrying around CO2 all the time. And all I knew was that he had this beat up old five pound CO2 tank and he used it for his air energy. And I, I remember I asked him if I could look at it and I said, God, it seems like it's got enough power to air up a tire. And, uh, and then I went to work and I went to a fire extinguisher shop near my house. And uh, there was a guy behind the counter. It was a big shop and they had all kinds of regulators. And I asked him about regulators and he bought all these regulators and put them on the counter for me. And he, he talked to me about regulators. And I chose one, and I bought one, I, and I made my first power tank out of it. And uh, once I was really happy with how it worked, then I started to configure uh, pretty much what the power tank is today with the regulators in such a weird direction, things that you know people have never seen in a regulator before, gauges sticking out sideways, things like <laughs> so that. True. But there was, you know, the purpose was to try to contain that regulator within a, a guard. Yeah. And then a, another buddy of mine who was, uh, who I went to school with, uh, who was a uh, fantastic machinist, helped me design the first guard. He, uh, he knew a lot more about metal manufacturing. And so we came up with this idea and I started making these aluminum guards and, uh, and, and uh, oh, I, when I was at 
Specialized. I, I used to work at Specialized Bicycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they have a fantastic R&D department. I, I was a product designer, but I was surrounded by engineers. And so I would tap into their knowledge. All, and I asked them all kinds of questions about CO2 and stuff that they could look up easily that I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so well, bicyclists have been data, using CO2. Right, to fill tires. They've been little, using oh, yeah. little, little cartridges, right? Yep. And I mean, think about that. Right, right, that. right. CO2 is such a versatile. I mean, we're starting to use it in air conditioning systems and cars. Yep. You know, you can cool cars with cool AC. So mm-hmm. I, what is it the, the, the reason that we get that pressurized air? Is it because the, the, the actual liquid is boiling off? Is that what causes the pressure or? Yep. That's that's exactly it. It's just boiling off. Yeah. If you give it the chance, if you give it heat or you give it uh, a drop in pressure, it'll boil off. Mm. And that's what's creating our uh, compressed air energy. And so by relieving, right, so, moving air out, that's creating so you, more area for it to well, boil you, off. Well, you actually, when you in- induce or introduce pressure to something, you increase the boiling point of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you let that off, the boiling point would lower letting off yes. you know that's the, yeah that's exactly it yeah. see not only do we just entertain people with jeeps <laughs> and stuff we bring science into the classroom <laughs> this is all stem buddy <laughs> all stem uh you guys really nice stuff too well, and, and so for just to backtrack a little bit one of the biggest things is that guard that he was speaking oh, yeah, about yeah. so um, the weakest point of this pressure vessel is obviously the connection between the regulator and, or the, the vessel itself and the, the opening, you know, that nozzle at yep. the top. Um, so that the valve, valve yeah. and those threads are technically the weakest point of that exact pressure vessel. So when we get into the, that's why this guard is like the bee's knees when it comes to anything out there, because so any type of pressure vessel, you normally need to have like chained to a wall, some type of safety feature, making sure that it isn't going to fall over or something of the sort, but they take a significant, you know, extra steps to make sure that you're not going to hit that regulator. You're not going to, you know, damage it in any sense. Because there is three thousand psi of pressure right. put in, or it's potential. Not, no, that's that's a scuba tank, and that's the reason we like CO two. Is a, a scuba head pressure is only uh, seven fifty to eight hundred at uh, normal CO2. ambient temps. Oh, okay. Um, even but despite that, it's much higher volume because you're carrying it in dense, uh, dense state, liquid state, um, and so the guard was something that was above and beyond what DOT required in a bottle being carried on the freeways, on the highway. Um, if you kind of look at uh, what the scuba industry does, they, you know, people will load scuba bottles, which are 3,000 psi, in the back of their sedan or their trunk, and they'll uh, they'll let them roll around, and there and there is no guard on the valve. Um, oh yeah. And we uh, we wanted to do something that was uh, we knew that the majority of our customers were going to mount them, so that was one of the main reasons. We that. Well, I, so to me, the handle is brilliant. I because I have these big fat hands, <laughs> and when I when I first saw the handle, I was like, 
oh, that I guess that's going to provide protection, but is it going to provide enough? And then when I got mine and was able to move it around, I was like, man, this thing is sturdy as it can be. Right. And I have room to get my big fat hands in there to turn knobs and and if I need to work on it, I certainly can. So I think you know, tell me about the handle. How did how did you come up with that idea? And was was the holder for the the regular? I mean, holder for the hose always going to be a part of it? How did how did that come about? Well, uh, the criteria for the handle was to protect the guard or to protect the regulator on a four foot hit. And how that came about was I kind of imagined the power tank sitting on the tailgate of a lifted pickup um, and it falling off and uh, landing on its head. And so that was what the mechanical design criteria was. The, um, the new version of the guard is the one with the hose holder. And that followed a lot of different designs with with the simple three-hole pattern, which was just aesthetic. Um, We started to see all kinds of copycats of that. And in fact, in my shop or in my office, I actually have three different copycats, which are all based on that three-hole design. So they were just infringing on something that I actually, you know, designed that I didn't have protected. Um, when I tried, decided to move away from that design so that um, I put some distance between those copycats and, the, and a new design, I did something that was actually patentable. And oh. so we, we got a uh, patent on that uh, new grip. Yeah, I think I, that's one of the more unique things. I, now that the custom colors are out, yeah. you know. Terry, we lost your audio. You, you lost my audio. We lost audio. All right. Um, do you have my audio now? Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, okay. I, we're, we're, some people are saying they're hearing an echo on the, the live, and I'm just trying to figure that out. So I did, tested something, and I guess that as long <laughs> as I didn't lose you, I, you were the most important. Um, I was getting an echo. Oh, were you? Yeah, it's, I think I still am. No, it's, it's good. Sounds better now. It does definitely yeah. sound better. Yeah, it is way better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well whatever. So here, whatever I did as the master engineer, <laughs> keep telling yourself <laughs> you're, that you're brilliant, man. <laughs> so here's the deal. I yeah. work in a high school, right? Yeah. Teach, I teach high school kids, and I've got two of these things that we use constantly to fill up tires and cars yeah. in the parking lot, moving stuff around. They haven't broke one yet, so that in itself. I mean, if you guys need, <laughs> wait, knock on wood, real quick. Yeah, yeah. If like, you yeah. guys need, like, you know, you want to see if stuff's beat proof, send it to the school because that's you know <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. No. High school, high school kids. kids have I no have, grace and I have whatsoever. No, I have the most awesome students ever. I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm just saying any <laughs> any individual between the age of 14 and 18 can trash anything, and these like, things they, are surviving. So. No, straight up, give them a snap on like yeah. impact gun, and it's yeah. done in like 30 seconds. So, like, <laughs> they're definitely they're definitely abuse proof. <laughs> it, it, it's so true, and you know, my mine lives in the back of my Jeep, you know, year round, and. That handle actually hasn't had a scratch on it. Yeah, stuff my, is incredible. The, the, my bottle, however, yes. you know, I've it 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 has gotten yeah. quite a bit of abuse, and that's yeah. just from from use. Uh, but we we talked about it earlier. 
I, I love the colors. I think it's great oh. that you guys are having colors. And then, you know, there, you know, I almost call it like flavor of the year when you come out with a, a new color. What, what's the next new? Can you drop the newest color that you're going to come out with? Ooh, go Rhino. Go Rhino. <laughs> well, we just uh, introduced our, our latest um, uh, Frost Flame. Ooh, frost white. Yeah, Ooh, so I like that. And we're we're all searching the power I tank. Say, pull up the yeah. pull up the page. Check your data. It all just went through the roof. That's frost white. That's so the the whole thing on on the collar was um, uh, it was a difficult thing for me to do back in the day because. Um, as uh, an industrial designer, you can you can be guys that design cars, or you can be guys that um, work on machines. And I'm I was always kind of closer to the work on the machines uh, side, design for function, purely for function. Oh yeah. And um, I knew color was important. I mean, it was important to me. I wanted something that looked nice. And our if you're uh, if, if anybody's ever seen one of our very first power tanks, it had no paint on it at all. It was just uh, a brushed aluminum. And I loved just the raw metal. Uh, but what I would see going out to events and things would be that power tank all dirty because that brushed aluminum would collect so much just grime and dirt. And they actually looked really bad. So that's kind of when we went to the first powder-coated bottle. Um, and it was a an affordable service that the bottle companies, manufacturers offered me. Um, and then as we got into multiple colors, um, you know, it worked out well for us. We had to get to a point where we could actually afford to stock and, and sell through palettes of multiple colors and uh, so that was uh, kind of a gating item on being able to do the second and then third now we have five different colors at any given point oh that's that's so awesome i love that that scott just popped up in in the feed as we're talking about colors because i know he's every color possible every, yeah, his, his jeep is black with, with like lime green accents it's it's really cool but he borrowed Tony D'Antonio's um, power tank, which is lime green. Green, yeah. Um, and it, it looked really sharp in his Jeep. Looked like it belonged. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to fight Tony for that one, I guess. Um, Probably. But yeah, it, I love the colors, and I would you know, love to you know, see the spectrum of colors. It's, yeah. I just, I was just on there. I, I had to get off power yeah, tank um, page. Yeah, I, I, need, I, need I need to get way off. Way distracted. <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, it, no, I mean, so that's really, I mean, there's not a whole lot of CO2 systems out there, but there are a couple other companies that make them. But what sets Power Tank apart is we've said it time and time yep. again is a quality, number yep. one. I mean, yep. super couplers, just the way they feel and, and the fact that they work exactly the same time and time again. The regulators, the way they feel, the way they work, they don't leak. I left mine on for it was on for like well i didn't leave it on but <laughs> <Right>. one, <laughs> so you know uh there was students had left it on it yeah. was on for over a week and it didn't you would uh, think that that would just slowly it leaked down leak nothing, out, nothing nothing so you same know weight and, and everything 
And then the other part of it is, you know, just the appearance of the product. It's just a cool looking speed bag, the whole nine yards. Everything is so well thought out. Looks cool. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 a great product. I I'll tell you guys this right out. Uh, Scott Ammerman introduced both you and I yep. to it. Um, I had no interest in a refillable system. I'm just, I, you know, I was going to do, uh, uh, you know, an ARB. Um, I was going to do a twin. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. And we priced everything out. Yep, yep. And I was like, oh, that twin doesn't even stand up. No, and so so I was doing a tech day at the school, and Scott offered to come over right after I met him and put this thing in my hands, and it was uh, within a minute I knew that this was something that I was going to own. I mean, it's just, uh, it's such an incredible piece of equipment, really is. Well, the fact that you could set a bead, like, instantly... It's got with, so with many it, uses. It, there's so many uses. Yeah, and, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, like a like a like a twin ARB, like you can run an air tool, but you're not going to run it as well and efficiently as this. No. The beauty of CO2 is it's an inert gas. So there's no yep. moisture in it. It's not killing your tools. Yep. Nope. Um, you know, it, it, you, you can you can use it for shocks for filling. You know, nitrogen shocks. Uh, they get a nitrogen. Well, they don't just. That's a, one part of this is their systems. They don't just stop at filling tires. No, there's you know, such there's a so great many accessories. Tool. Yes, you can run ARB air lockers. They, I was just going to set say, up so, that. Right. They've actually. I was just on their website. They've started to set up those kits to run lockers and run well, and so that's so I'm building that front axle. It's a 44. Um, it's Rubicon. It's the you know the heavy duty Rubicon yep. axle. J axle. So I'm going to put the, I'm going to put an ARB in it because I got 35 spline axles and I'm running a, I'm going to run a, a mini shot for it. You oh, know? Okay. I mean, that's, why not? It's so much better than running a compressor. So that leads a great question. When you were in your Toyota and you're coming up with this idea and you, you say, all right, I've got this. This is the greatest thing in the world for reinflating my tires and saving my BFG muds. Did you think that there would be other uses for it, or is that something that just has kind of come naturally, or how how does that has it been organic, or is it just you know even even every day you go oh I could do that with this let's build something for this. Uh, it's just like any other product that that gets developed. Typically, it's uh, it's out of a need, and uh, you know. When I set up my Toyota, my Forerunner, yeah, I was running ARBs, and I didn't want to run it off the compressor. And so naturally, it's just a little bit of homework, and then you you build something. Um, and that's just kind of how I kind of work. I um, I'm not a 3D CAD kind of guy. Um, I'm more hands-on. You know, I tell people the story of. Um, my first power steering system in my old Camaro when I was in high school, I found this pump connected to a box and it looked like a GM setup and it was on the ground and it had been there for years and the pump didn't even have a cap on it. And I thought, God, I mean, it'd been raining on this and there's probably dirt in there, but and I really want power steering on my old Camaro. And I, <laughs> I just threw it on there. And I threw some fluid in it, and I got a cap somewhere, and I made, I just cobbled together uh, the, the mounts and things, and uh, and it worked. And so some of the stuff that I do is kind of like that. I, I just try it, and uh, sometimes it works, and sometimes I have big failures. 
What do, what do they say? Oh, Necessity is the mother, mother invention yeah. or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Wait a minute. I want to... Let's hear about a failure. I mean, that, that sounds... When you're tell, thinking about some kind of thing, product under pressure, um, failure is not a good thing. No. So you got you got a good story with that? Have you chased anybody uh, around the room with... <laughs> mechanically, no. I... I, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of failure is um, we tried some colors that didn't sell. Uh, okay. We tried a, everybody kept asking me for a red. And I said, no, we don't do red. I don't want to do red because that's a fire extinguisher color. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I finally, after years, I did a fire extinguisher red and it didn't sell. People were like, we don't, we don't want that red. The only person, <laughs> listen, the only person asking for yeah, it was Terry. I, that's it was it. just me. Yeah. 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 But then on the, uh, you know, on the flip side of that, the candy red, that's one of our top sellers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I would be, personally, I think I would be more interested in I, the fire extinguisher no, red. No. No. No? No. You don't think so? No. Nope. I want I, I want to I mean, do the mojito, the the slime green. The slime yeah, slime lime I green. Love that yeah. color. Yeah, so you know, we're we're the we're the guys who will tell you what colors you need. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we, you couldn't do any worse than me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I I fell in love every time I see a new color come out, I go, Man, I want to put that in my Jeep. <laughs> Yeah. My, my you just red... want a new toy. I know. <laughs> I'm always... I think I think that's the cool thing about our industry is we're really about new toys. You know, it, it's almost like give me something new to to tinker with, even if it's exactly the same thing as I just had. Mm-hmm. You know, I... well, here's a good example. So, all the cool colors that are the top sellers, except for matte black, were not chosen by me. And uh, I'd have to admit that when somebody showed me the first candy red, I said, no way, that is, that's way too over the top. Uh, who's going to buy that? I would never buy that. Um, but, uh, and then, and then it, after the red one, well, actually the blue came first. Um, after that succeeded, then we went with the red. We, we kept going that, that crazy color direction. Um, and it's worked. Um, the, I don't know if you've ever seen the billet knobs that go on top of the tank, mm-hmm. yep. billet I, aluminum knobs that we yeah. anodize. The six shooter. That was yeah. kind of a, I thought it was going to be a failure and it turned out to be one of the best things we did. I designed that. I always wanted to have one for myself. And um, finally, after thinking about it for years, I just sat down one day and I just whipped out the design real quick on CAD and I shot it to my machinist and I said, hey, you know, can you make me, I knew I needed to do a minimum. I said, make me a hundred. I said, I'll try to sell the rest of them, but I just want one for myself. <laughs> and I figured I'd be sitting on, I thought I'd be sitting on 99 of them for a long time. And... Uh, I think we anodized them, but they, they, they flew off they, on the shelf and, and then we reordered and then we reordered no. and now we're reordering those things uh, hundreds at a time. And uh, I never thought that uh, people would want to pay for them, one of those things. Well, I, I have the, I have the red one. 
on on mine and the difference i mean the 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 plastic one is perfect i mean it it it's so functional it does such a good job it but as soon as you put the the billet on it's it like putting new it, wheels on a jeep it changes how it feels and i'm going to have to buy and them for mine I, too yeah. I'll, I'll we'll stop by the jeep and All i'll right. let you put your hands on it and you'll Thanks, go buddy. i got to buy that yeah. one mm-hmm. um but it does it changes the feel almost from i and and Steve, please ignore me on this, but it almost takes it from a Fisher Price feeling thing <laughs> to Kinda full does. out badass. This is the best machine on the planet feel to it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I do. I mean, I you know, I I, I definitely see what you're it, saying. It's not exactly because it's not a rough edge, but they're they're definitely sharper edges around it, and I feel like I'm grabbing it. And I can I can really you know, feel it in my hand. Well, it's like that new thing for all the manufacturers. Yeah. You know, we're putting soft touch stuff on there, yeah. you know, switches that feel like they're satisfying to, you know, turn on and off. And it's the same thing. I think you're right about that. The yeah. satisfaction that you get from yeah. touching something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. It sure. really is. Well, we were given all these spidey senses for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, well, I love the fact that you're always... I don't want to say always innovating, but you it it seems like innovation or not accepting just the the status quo. I was going to ask that, like, what drives you guys to keep innovating yeah. and just keep improving? I we're just using the stuff, and uh, I mean, I think that when you're a product guy, you're you're kind of impatient with crap, kind of impatient with. Even small changes you might be able to make, if you can make them, you want to make them. You want to come come back to the shop and just do it. And it's not that easy typically, but uh, just by using the product all the time, um, you get to know, you, you get to see the things that just could be improved. And like uh, like our blow guns. Um, the master blasters. We had to find something that uh, would accept 400 psi, and there's not a whole lot out there that would because we have a regulator that goes to 400 psi, and we were actually buying a really nice unit from, uh, well, from a from a, a reputable manufacturer, and we were blowing up pistons, and um, so I want that's how it, the current one came about. Is I just started searching and looking at different designs and pistons and things. And I found this one that really worked well and kind of satisfied all the people that were buying our blowguns from the guys that were, you know, using just a little bit of air to clean guns to, uh, to us that where we use it to clean the shop floor with the extension, we're just blowing, you know, metal chips out out of the Mm -hmm. floor. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was a great step, a huge step forward in, in, in a product where, um, you know, it's a good good example of where we really improved it. And, and and then we move on. We start to improve the next one. I have ideas to improve a couple more new products, or not new products, old products. Um, and uh, that's what I'm working on now. Yeah. So uh, monster valves. I, I would have never thought of this, and I, I don't know why that this just came up because you were talking about new products, but for me, 
you know, I, I my regular valves are just fine for a thirty-five, but then the monster valves. Who would have thought of drilling a hole into into your wheel to do that? Wait, hold on. Opposite of the current Schrader valve, yeah, and then like right, thinking all that through and like taking in balance and this and that. Like, so I, I I didn't have you know an inclination to like I had no interest in doing a monster valve until I had Scott's Jeep in last <laughs> week and he was showing the kids like. It deflated in like three seconds. I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to do that." Yeah, I can't even pull the core out of mine. No. I mean, to pull the core out, it's you know still a good fifteen seconds. Yeah, before no, it gets that the monster valve was amazing. How did that come about? And and was Tyler pissed off when you drilled a hole in this wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler drills holes in his own wheels now. <laughs> nice. Uh, that there's a. There's a funny story about on that, and I can't verify that it's 100% true, but... <laughs> we don't care about accuracy the, day, right? <laughs> the Jeep Life Podcast. We don't want accuracy. We want to laugh. Okay. So a long, long time ago, uh, well, there's a thing that's called the Ultimate Adventure uh, by yes. Paul Off-Road. And... Um, I was on the first and second ultimate adventure. <clears throat> the second ultimate adventure, um, we were right in the middle of uh, the Rubicon. That was the first trail that we did. And I remember we were waiting for somebody in the up up and ahead of us on the trail, and I was sitting next to one of the guys, um, and he worked for a big manufacturing company. And I told him that I had this idea for a valve. And I told him because I said, you can have the idea because he had this manufacturing uh, behind him. And I said, I don't think I'll ever do anything with it. And anyway, this is the part I can't verify. Two years later, they did come out with a valve that deflated. Similar to how I described it to him. I think I can. And it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. We're not naming names here. (laughs) I've heard heard it's okay (laughs) as well. (laughs) I've heard it works. It deflated really well. And it had some really nice machining. But it wasn't what I had in my head. And so I said, I'm going to just build it. And that this is years later, so I actually had a little more resource to do it. And I just said, I'm going to design it and build it the way I um, had it in my had in my head. So I I did it. And uh, so the ironic thing was they had a patent on it, and uh, I had to pay a royalty. Um, to your own idea. To monster. Well, see, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, chicken or the egg. Uh, 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 but the um, the silver lining on that whole story was that the people that owned that actually bought the product from the original manufacturer um, were really good people in the off-road industry. And uh, they, after about five years, 
they said, you know, Steve, we we don't need your um, royalty money anymore. So oh, that's nice. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Nice. They just let that's me off the hook. Sweet. Yeah. So interestingly enough, yeah. the wheels on my buggy are actually set up already. They're they're drilled and tapped for monster valves. Are they really? Yep. And you don't have them. And I don't have them yet. Well, I don't need them necessarily. No, you don't because don't, you don't go I, up or down or anything. I mean, and and again, this is the cool part about Power Tank. I mean, there's is how innovative they are. Yes. You know what I mean? And how cool the things work and how flawless. Like yeah. those monster valves are just like really? I envision like my my um my deflators, you know, yeah, like yeah. you get, I like them. You gave them to me. I really yeah. like them, but yeah. like they've fallen apart in a case that are not calibrated <laughs> anymore. And, you know, it, it's not like that. Stuff's just easy to use and it works. And, um, you know, yeah. it, it's just, I, that's I like the, the quality. Way, that's the way we want it. And, and that's why we, we care, you know, we put such, uh, long warranties on all of our stuff because we just, it really bothers us when a customer would call and say that something that we sold them and that we designed isn't working. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it just really kind of bothers us. So, yeah, so we want to make it, make it so it doesn't break, but if it does, let's just take care of it as soon as possible. Well, that, that brings everything full circle because everything I've heard, um, I haven't had you know, really any problems. I, I did have something freeze up this winter and so I got one and remembering to turn on the super coupler. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only problem I got. Yeah. <laughs> Push it forward. Um, but it, it, the, the ultimate word out there is that if you call power tank with a problem, it's yeah. going to be resolved. I've been there without any, yeah. it, it's, and yep. to me, that's everything. Absolutely. I, I think Scott, Scott Emmerman calls about once a week, well, he whether can. to say hi or <laughs> says he has an issue. Yeah, pretty much. We just have an ongoing email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when we see his like number, it's he's all... set up in a filter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's true, and you know, it, Scott's just broken. Period. He, well, but no, <laughs> Scott's figured out about fifteen hundred different ways to use his power. Yes, tank. Let's yes. Face no it. kidding, he's, no kidding. He's smart but dude, it, so. it it really is, and I I've seen this quite a bit in the off road industry on both extremes where I love talking to people and I love buying their products because yes. they're really good yeah. people. Yes. Yep. And 110%. You know, and there are some people that, nah, I don't care if I ever buy their product again. Maybe no, we've, it's a good we've said product. that. We said we would not take their mm-hmm. money yeah. or we, yeah. we, we yeah. had people that offered yes. and we were like, nah, it's not something we believe in, yep. but yeah, we so, believe in power tank. So yeah. I think one of the coolest <laughs> things is, is watching you demonstrate a power, like using the whole power tank system to somebody that's never seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Like they know about it, but at the same time, just to watch their eyes like light up and they're like, I know. Wait, did you You, just turn it up to 250 PSI? You just touched that for like 30 seconds and your tires fall. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's how quick. Yeah. 
and like it's just yeah and the quality alone so right. the, so i have i guess we're 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 getting to the end here yeah um but i have one question and and i was in a similar boat for a long time with my i worked with my father and and it was <laughs> i already see where this is yeah, going. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. i'm gonna dig some dirt <laughs> I, up here I, no I no I, on the spot. I i really i was lucky i had my dad was a great mentor to me he was in the in the automotive education business and he is why i you know he is why i'm here you know yep, so yep. but you know, t- tyler i mean how do you how do you feel like what's it like working with your dad every day um they're good days and bad days but they're mostly good <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we, sitting in the same room for the same yeah right so you know sometimes we can cut heads on ideas but it also helps us kind of look at products and, and the way we approach them differently and uh, you know, bring up issues that the other didn't think of, or, or, or you know, yeah, uh, just looking at the other side of the coin. And I think I think it's working out great. I think it's a good complement of skills because as long as I just stay with product design and he stays with marketing, which I'm crappy at, okay. then uh, nice. then it works. Well, but sometimes um, marketing dictates product design. And vice versa. Sometimes product design well, that's dictates the button the, heads part there. Right. That's a, <laughs> yeah. But I, anyway, I think that's one of the things that I like about the business is that you know the the, the father son dynamic. I yeah. just I'm so big on family and you know so yeah I love it. Uh, I, mean, I think that's cool. I work in a family business. Yep. Yes. For you know for the first time really in my life. Right. right? And it, it's great. And and then to to see. Yeah. You, know, you guys in the in the full family business. I mean, one of the you know power tank. Quadratech and you know there's only a few others out there that are still family, family owned oh, and family run kind yeah. of deal so but anyway kudos I to you guys i i uh it's inspirational for me i have young sons and someday i hope to hand something over to them other than uh, curse words and <laughs> an old beat up jeep so uh, but i think well, that's, that's really the great cool. thing about being in this industry is that you know it's fun so our work trips are work but I've also shared some of my favorite memories with my dad, going out to Moab, yeah, going camping in Baja, was is something that a lot of a lot of folks don't get, aren't lucky enough to experience. Well said. Well yeah, said. That's awesome. Yep. Well, all right. So I I'm last question I think, and and this is kind of a, a funny one, but you know, Bill earlier alluded to, you know, I. I'm always the guy who's doing the demos when we're yep. sitting in a parking lot. I have to refill my tank after every trip because I fill mine up and then three other people's Jeeps mm-hmm. um, because we're doing the demo with it because I'll do the demo with them on mine and then I'll just give them the, the <laughs> You tank. need to carry a 20 just so you don't have to fill it up as <laughs> often. <laughs> here, here go, go fill yours up now that you, you've done this and yeah. it you know, kind of hooks them, hooks them in. Um, what is it like... When you drive up to um, an event or something in those killer power tank rigs, do people come to you like your um, superstars or rock stars? And does it ever get annoying? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, that's the only reason people run for you. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I was looking at some uh, video of some runs that we were on, and we actually have the smallest rig 
a lot of times in the whole, then in the whole group. Um, and then you start to talk, think about what more you can do to your rig for, for the next run. I mean, forties are, yeah. With guys that are running 42s and 46s, like the rockstar guys, they're, we're this, we got the small rig. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you've got the what's cool a, What's the JK on? Is it on 39s? They're 40s. 40s, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, worry. yeah, that one we have. What, uh, did you say JK or JL? JK, the JK. That's the one that I've seen time and time again in videos. I haven't, you know, I haven't been out west enough to be lucky enough to run into you guys, but um, watched it. Actually, I, th- I don't know who it was with. It might have been an we ultimate have, adventure that I watched. We had a black JK before. And that was on 37s. That's the one and, I think I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, that, uh, we ran a short arm uh, poly performance. What is that? Synergy. And uh, that rig reeled really well. We used to run um, Falcon Stickies on that. And we did some amazing uh, obstacles on that thing. That was um, that, the was JL, that, the, was uh-huh. that the one with the trailer? Is that the one that you had the trailer behind? No, um, well, actually, no, on, yeah. on one of the runs with that we did through, um, Slick Rock, I think I was pulling a trailer, um, and then we sold that to get the J- JL, and then we now have the Gladiator also. Yeah. Yeah, and those are sharp vehicles. I mean, you, you can't miss them because of the color schemes. Um, but I, I, you know, I want to respect your time and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you guys really are. Um, and 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 we're we're starstruck here. I I told you, Steve, out in in Utah, I, I was starstruck. And then when you know Tyler came around and hung out, is it, it was it was one of the highlights of you know such an awesome event. But we do appreciate you taking the time and coming out and, and I, I gotta go click buy <laughs> on a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> but we appreciate you. What, how, where can our um, listeners find you? And what's the easiest way for them? I mean, other than powertank.com. Uh, power tank official on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and we just find the, join the crowd on TikTok. Oh, so, you're in the in the TikToks now. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I don't even know how that works. I don't know either. <laughs> I have one, maybe. Um, don't ask me either. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys coming on, and I again, I can't thank you again enough for your time. Absolutely. Yeah. And your amazing products. Yeah. I, Steve, Steve and Tyler, it was so cool getting to talk with you guys tonight and connect a little bit. And uh, I hope to hope to meet you in person at some point. But thank you so much for coming on. Well, appreciate it. It, it was fun. Thank right. you for having us. It's great meeting you, Terry. Well, next, next time we're together, we're going out and hitting the trail together. Yeah, definitely. All right. If you come out east... Come yeah, on out. We'll, us, we'll take care of you. Yeah. yeah. We'll show you a good time. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll Thank talk you. to you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. Man, those guys are awesome. Yeah. Woo. <clears throat> All right. Oh, wowzers. Yeah.
Cool. Um, All right, let's go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I. Where can people find us? Well, I want everybody to head over to our Googles, or your Googles, and you can just search us on Google. If yeah. not, we have a Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life podcast. And if you would like to support the podcast a little bit more, please head over to our Patreon webpage. You can support us by 3 5 or $10 a month. And that goes to just helping us get to some of these events. You know, it's a costly um, thing. We're not begging, but we are begging. So, oh, yeah. you know, help us out. With, um, it definitely costs a little bit to get out to these events, you know, hotels, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, also, we have a listener voicemail. If you'd like to call in and just say, hey, what's up? Or, you know, tell us what we're doing wrong. Or, hey, you want to hear more about this? 484-891-1172. That's 484-891-1172. So give us a phone call. And we'll and, probably play it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And the big news of the night, we hit 750 subscribers oh, on YouTube. Yeah. So we're going to be giving away a prize pack. If you have not subscribed, head over to our YouTube channel, Jeep Life Podcast, and that'll get you entered to win to our next prize pack giveaway. Yeah, 755. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be at 1,000. So if we make it to 1,000 subscribers, it took a little while it to get a, to this one. It slowed down, man. Definitely was not linear. Well, the first we, 500 came real quick. Well, also, the first 500 started, we were only like 400. And we were like, okay, well, when we get to 500, we'll give something away. No, but I mean, and the then first we went 500 five. went quick. Yeah, and, then it, and then it, you know. Yeah. It's because, well, you know, when we tell 100 of our friends to go subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, our major platform is is yes. podcasts. Right, Absolutely. right. And so most of the people get their, their stuff from yeah. the podcast app or whatever. Yep. Um, but definitely go out and subscribe. We, we do some great videos. And, and we record. We also have our live recording. Yep. is published yep. to... YouTube, YouTube yep. as well. So, YouTube. all right, everybody, for Bill, Don, and those amazing power tank guys, Steve and Tyler, have a good night, everybody. Here's a big Jeep wave to you. <laughs>